0: In today's study, Chuck completes his teaching on the book of First Chronicles, chapters four through nine.
1: The sons of Manasseh, Azrael, whom she bare, but his concubine, the Amoritus, bare Milkir, the father of Gilead. And Machir took to wife the sister of Hupin and Shupin, whose sister's name was Kaha and, and the name of the second was Zelophehad, and Zelophehad had daughters. <laughs> Indeed, he did. Five of them. And we talked about the daughters of Zelophehad earlier, but to refresh you, that was where we had the Torah, exception to the rules of inheritance, requested of Moses, granted by Joshua, the husband of the, of the father of the bride, where the bride had no brothers, he gets adopted by the father of the bride to, be, to continue the line. This anticipates the lynch of Christ, because Joseph was the son-in-law of Heli in Luke 3, and as, as indicated in the Greek. And the virgin birth, attended at the Garden of Eden, prophesied by the prophet Isaiah, and required, in effect, by the blood curse on, uh, in Jeremiah 22.30. Well, moving on. Makkah, the wife of Makir, bare a son, called his name Peresh, and the name of his brother was Sherish, and that his sons were Ulam and Rechem. And the sons, sons of Ulam, Bedan; these were the sons of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, and his sister, Hamaleketh, bare ishad and Abiezer and Mahalah. And the sons of Shemaida were Ahian and Shechem, and Leki and Anim. And the sons of Ephraim were Shuthelah and Barad his son, and Dahath his son, Alada, his son, and Ahath his son, and Zabad his son, and Shuleth his son, and Ezer and Iliad, whom the men of Gath that were born in that land slew, because they came down to take away their cattle. And Ephraim, their father, mourned many days, and his brethren came to comfort him. And when he went to his wife, she conceived and bare a son, and called his name Beriah, because it went evil with his house. His daughter was Sherah, who built Beth-horon, the nether, and the upper, and the Uzansherah. And Repha was a son, and Reshep, and Tela his son, and Tahan his son, and Ladan his son, Amidhud his son, Elishama his son, Non his son, Yehoshua his son. And their possessions and habitations were Bethel and the towns thereof, and eastward of Naran, and eastward and Gezer with the towns thereof, Shechem also and the towns thereof, unto Gaza and the towns thereof. Now, um, This uh, um, lineage in Ephraim culminates in a sense, in uh, verse 27 there, um, with the son Yehoshua. You know Yehoshua by his more common name, Joshua. Good guy. Impressive guy. And the borders of the children of Manasseh, Bethshan and her towns, Tanakh and her towns, Megiddo and her towns, Dor and her towns, In these dwelt the children of Joseph, the son of Israel. And the sons of Asher, Imnah, Ishua, and Ishua, and Beriah, and Sarah, their sisters, and the sons of Beriah, Heber, and Melchiah, who is the father of Berzavith. And Heber begot Japheth, and Shomer, and Hotham, and Shua, their sister, and the sons of Japheth, Pasach, and Bimhal, and Ashavath, and these are the children of Japheth. And the sons of Shemer, Ahai, and Rogah, and Yehobah, and Aram, and the sons of his brother Helm, Zophah, Imnah, Shelish, and Anal. The sons of Zophath, Shua, and Harnifer, and Shual, and Beri, and Imra, and Bezer, and Hod, and Shamya, and Shilsah, and Ithran, and Bera, and the sons of Yether, Yefune, and Bispa, and Ara, and the sons of Ula, Ara, Haniel, and Reziah. All these were the children of Asher, Heads of their father's house, choice and ni- mighty men of valor, chief of the princes. And the number throughout the genealogy of them that were apt to war and to battle was twenty and six thousand men. Now we have the genealogy of Benjamin. Benjamin begot Bela his firstborn, Ashbel the II, second, Ahariah the third, Nohoth the fourth, Rapha the fifth, the sons of Bela were Adar and Gera and Ab- Abihu, and Abishua and Naaman and Ahua and Gera and Hufan and Huram. All these were the sons of Ehud. These were the heads of the fathers of the inhabitants of Geba, and they removed them to Manathah. And Naaman, and Ahiah, and Gera, he removed them, and began Uzzah, and Ahihud. And Shaharim begot children in the country of Moab, after he had sent them away. Hushim and were his wives. And he begot Hodesh's wife, Jobab, and Zibiah, and Mesha, and Malcolm and Jews and Shakiah, and Mirmah, And these were the, his sons, heads of the fathers. And of Hushim he begot Ahitib and Elpal, sons of Elpal, Eber, and Misham, and Shamed, who built Ono, and Lod, and the towns thereof. Beriah and Shema, who were the heads of the fathers of the inhabitants of Ajalon, who drove away the inhabitants of Gath, and Ohio, Shashak, and Jeremoth, and Zabadiah, and Arad, and Adar, and Michael, and Ispah, and Joha and the sons of Beriah, and the sons of Zebediah, and Meshulam, and Hezekiah, and Heber. And Ismerai also, and Jezliah, and Nobab, the sons of el and uh, and Yaakim, and Zichari, and Yadbi, and Eleni, and Ziltai and Eliel, and Adiah and Beriah and Shimrath, the sons of Shimhi, and Ishban, and Heber, and Eliel, and Abdon, and Zikri and Hanan, and Hananiah, and Elam, and Antolihah, and Ehediah, and Penuel, and the sons of Shashak, and Shamshari, and Shehari, Shehariah, and Athaliah and Yarasiah, and Eliah, and Zikri and the sons of Jeroham, these were the heads of the fathers by their generations, chief men. These dwelt in Jerusalem. And at Gibeon dwelt the father of Gibeon. His w- wife's name was Machai, The the And his firstborn son, Abdon, and Zor, and Kish, and Baal, and Nadab, and Gedor, and Ahio, and zachar and Mikloth begot Shimei. And these also dwelt with their brethren in Jerusalem over and against them. And there begot Kish, and Kish begot Saul, and Saul begot Jonathan, and Melchishua, and Abinadab, and Eshbaal. We're uh, raising some background here about Kish, because we're, uh, there'll be a very brief mention, but uh, Saul's death will be the opening uh, par- portion of the narrative as it starts after, this chapter, after the next chapter. And the son of Jonathan was uh, Meribaal, and Meribahal begot Micah, and the sons of Micah were Pithon, and Melech, and Tariah, and Ahaz. And Ahaz begot Jehoda, and Jehoda begot Alemoth, and Azimuth, and Zimri, and Zimri begot Mosah. And uh, you see that Saul, Saul is, the, the, the line of Kish is included by the Chronicle because of the importance of Saul forthcoming. And Mosah begot Minia, and Rapha was his son, and Eliasa his son, Azel his son, and Azel had six sons whose names are these, Azarkam, Mokaru, and Ishmael, and Shariah and Obadiah and Hanan, all of these were the sons of Azel. And the sons of Eshech his brother were Ulam, his firstborn, Jehush the second, and Elaphelat the third. The sons of Ulam were the mighty men of valor archers, and had many sons, and these sons' sons, a hundred and fifty, all these are the sons of Benjamin. Now there's something rather interesting. Obviously it's pretty dreary to have to wade through these names. I don't know how else to do it. But um there's one thing to see if you're alert. Did you notice who's missing? We've gone through the tribes east of the Jordan, gone through the tribes of Judah and Simeon to the south. We've gone through the tribes, in the, the six tribes in the north, west of Jordan. You notice someone that's not mentioned? Did you pick up on that? A little test question. There's a tribe, a whole tribe, that's not mentioned. Who do you think it is? Make a guess. What tribe is not mentioned in the book of Revelation, chapter 7? What tribe is not mentioned in 1 Chronicles? Interesting. What's going on there? It's a subject for another evening. Let's move on. Chapter 9. So all Israel was reckoned by genealogies, and behold, they were written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah who were carried away to Babylon for their transgression. Now, the first inhabitants that dwelt in their possessions in their cities were the Israelites the priests, the Levites, and the Nethanims. in Jerusalem dwelt of the children of Judah, and of the children of Benjamin, and of children of Ephraim and Manasseh. Well, now that's kind of interesting. These are the tribes returning from Babylon, right? And they, they're, coming to, they're going to detail the people that are coming there. You notice who they're from? Benjamin, the children of Ephraim and Manasseh. I thought they were lost tribes. We're going to discover that the whole concept of the lost tribes comes from a misunderstanding, a misreading of the scripture. Here the first ones mentioned, coming back, were people from that are from ethnically from Ephraim and Manasseh. Uthai, the son of Amahud, the son of Amri, the son of Imri, the son of Bani, the son children of Perez, the son of Judah. Children of Sarah, there we go. And of the Shonites, Aziah, the firstborn, and his sons, and the sons of Zerah. Yehuel, and the brethren 690, the sons of Benjamin, Salu, the son of Meshulun, the son of Hodaviah, the son of Hazanua, and Ibaniah, the son of Yerohan, the Allah, the son of Uzi, the son of Mikri, the Meshulun, the son of Shephathiah, the son of Ruel, the son of uh, Ibnijah. And their brethren, according to their generations, 956, all these men were chief of the fathers of the house of their fathers and of the priests: Jediah, Jeherub, and Jachin, and Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, and the son of Meshulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Marioth, the son of Ahitab, the ruler of the house of God. And Adiah, the son of Yahoram, the son of Pasher, the son of Malkijah, the Messiah, the son of Adiel, the son of Yezerah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Meshulameth, the son of Immer, and their brethren, the heads of the house of their fathers, a thousand seven hundred and threescore, very able men for the work of the service of the house of God, and of the Levites, Shemiah, the son of Hashab, the son of Azrakhan, the son of Hashabiah, the sons of Merari, uh, Bakbakar, the Harish, Galal, and Methanai, the son of Micah, the son of Zikri, the son of Asaph, Obadiah, the son of Shemei, the son of Galal, the son of Jethun, the Merakiah, the son of Asa, the son of Elkanah, that dwelt in the villages of the Netophathites. And porters were Shalem, and Echub, and Talman, and Hahaim haim and their brethren, and Shalom was the chief, who hitherto waited in the king's gate eastward, and reporters in the companies of the children of Levi. And Shalom the son of Korah, the son of Abiasaph, the son of Korah and his brethren, the house of the father of Korathites, were over the work of the service, keepers of the gates of the tabernacle. And their fathers, being over the host of the Lord, were keepers of the entry. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, was the ruler over them in time past, and the Lord was with them. Phinehas is going to be quite the quite the leader. And Zechariah, the son of Meshelamiah, was the porter of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. All these were, which were chosen to be porters in the gates of the two hundred and twelve were 212. These were reckoned by their genealogy and their villages whom David and Samuel the seer did ordain in their set office. So they and their children had the oversight of the gates of the house of the Lord, namely the house of the tabernacle by wards. In four quarters were the porters toward the east, west, north, and south, and their brethren which were in the villages were to come after seven days from time to time with them. For these Levites, the four chief porters, were in their set office and were over the chambers and treasures, treasuries of the house of God. And they lodged around the house of God because the charge was upon them, and the opening thereof every morning pertained to them. And certain of them had the charge of the ministering vessels that they should bring them in and out by tally. We're going to take a look at how they're laid out, and there's some surprises coming, so bear with me here. Some of them also were appointed to oversee the vessels and all the instruments of the sanctuary and the fine flour and the wine and the oil and the frankincense and the spices. And some of the sons of priests made the ointment of the spices. Menatiah, one of the Levites, who was the firstborn of Shalom the Korahite, had the set office over the things that were made in the pans. And, uh, and other of the brethren of the sons of the Koathites were over the showbread and to prepare it every Sabbath. And these are the singers chief of the fathers of the Levites, who remaining in the chambers, were free. For they were employed in that work day and night. These chief fathers of the Levites were chief throughout their generations. These dwelt at Jerusalem. And in Gibeon dwelt the father of Gibeon, jephiel and his wife's name was Makkah. And his firstborn son was Abdan, and Zur, and Kish, and Baal, and Ner, and Zab, and Gedor, and Ohio, and Zechariah, and Mikloth. And Mikloth begot Shimeon. And they also dwelt with their brethren at Jerusalem over and against their brethren. And uh, now the, geneal- the genealogical record here is almost identical to that which we had in chapter 8. But the, but the chronicler is setting the stage for dealing with the death of Saul in chapter 10. And so in the succession of David, So that's why he's repeated some of this. And there begot Kish, and Kish begot Saul. There we are again. And be- Saul begot Jonathan, and Mekishriwa, and uh, Benadab, and Eshmael, and the son of uh, uh, Jonathan was... Merabael and Meribaal begot Micah, and the sons of Micah were Pithon and Melech and Tahria and Ahaz, and Ahaz begot Zara, and Zara begot Alamath, and Azmaveth, and Zimri, and Zimri begot Mosah, And Mosah begot Biniah and Repha his son, and Eliasah his son, and Azel, His son Azel had six sons, whose names are these Azrachim, Bukaru, Ishmael, and Shiriah, and Obadiah and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. Okay. Getting back to the 12 tribes. Remember, we had the four under Leah. And then we had two under Rachel's, uh, Dan and Naphtali. And then Z- under Zilpah we had a couple, Gad and Asher. And then Leah, Issachar, and Zebulun. And then finally, Rachel's with Joseph and Benjamin. And each one has, each name has a meaning, uh, actually several possible ascribable meanings to each one of those. Okay. When we see them listed, twenty times in Scripture, in Genesis they're listed, the original origin, of course. They were listed when they're entering Egypt. They're listed in Genesis 49, where Joseph, excuse me, Jacob pronounces a prophecy on each one of the tribes. That's a very interesting study to deal with in Genesis 49. Then they're numbered as they enter Egypt. Joseph omitted in Exodus. In the Book of Numbers, their the leaders are mentioned. The first census, Levi's omitted in both of those. Then the order of the camp. We're going to talk about that in a minute. The offerings, the order of march, the spies, the second census, dividing land—these are in various chapters and numbers. They are uh, listed. The twelve tribes in Deuteronomy, the blessings and the cursings—they're listed there. The blessings of Moses, Simeon's omitted there for some reason, and the order is geographical. Uh, Benjamin's before Joseph. Then in Joshua, we have the allocation of the territories, and in uh, four groups to furnish cities for four classes of priests. And then we have the Song of Deborah in J- Judges five, where they're listed again. Judah and Simeon are omitted there. And then in 1st Chronicles we just have gone through all of that. We're going to hear their offices are going to be listed in the two chapters 12 and 27 briefly the officers. Then Ezekiel is going to go through the 12 tribes as they divide they get divisions again during the millennium very interesting chapter 48. And of course Revelation they're listed where they're sealing the 12,000 from each tribe. The Jewishness of Revelation is often overlooked by many commentators. Now there are 12 signs in the Matzeroth. We call them by the Gentile names, Virgo down to Leo. Um, But it's interesting, each one of these is assigned to one of the tribes. The tribes is ascribed to the symbols, not the pagan symbols, but the the original uh, uh, pre-Babylon labels. And it's interesting that we have three of these, Zebulun, Issachar, and Judah are the camp of Judah. Benjamin, Manasseh, and Ephraim are the camp of Ephraim. And Gad, Simeon, and Reuben are the camp of Reuben. And then Naphtali, Asher, and Dan, the camp of Dan. And they have tribal symbols for each one of them, but for the camp of Dan, it's the eagle. It was originally the serpent, but then it was an eagle with a serpent in its mouth, and it becomes the eagle. Um, and then the man and the ox, which become very similar to the symbols that are still echoed in the, in the pagan corruption of these things. But uh, it's interesting when they camp, camp Dan's on the north, Reuben on the south, Ephraim on the west, Judah on the east. Let's take a look at how in Numbers chapter 2, if you take this, you can can lay this all out for yourself. Obviously, in the middle of the camp is the tabernacle, and around that tabernacle is the place for the Levites. And the door of the tabernacle is opening to the eastward, bottom on our chart here. So the Levites... The, Mo- uh, the Moses and the priests are on the eastern side. Those are the descendants of Aaron. But the other three families, the Kohathites, Gershonites, and Merorites, camped on the southwest north side of the tabernacle itself. But that whole area was reserved for the Levites. Now, understand the precision of the rabbis. Camp of Judah was to camp east of the Levites. The camp of Reuben was to camp south of the Levites. Now, if you're going to be strictly following the rules, that denies you the area called southeast. Because if you're southeast, you're no longer east of the Levites or south of the Levites. You with me? And so only the cardinal directions are going to be ordained because Judah is told to camp east of the Levites. Reuben, south of the Levites, and so on, all the way around. So I don't know how big the camp of levites were but whatever it was we're going to use that as a unit to lay this out. The width of the levites is whatever it is. We're going to make then the, each of these camps are going to be proportional to the population. So if we take the, if we take a look at the levites they have the tabernacle in the middle. And it turns out if you add the Gershonites, Kohathites, Merorites, it all have you got about 22,000 people there. However however many they take to camp Whatever size that is, that's our unit. Okay. Well, Judah has to camp east of the Levites, which means they can camp as wide as the Levites are, and they take as much as they need. They 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 have areas that are prohibited. They can't go southeast or northeast. That's not following the directions. They tried very hard to follow directions. Reuben, likewise, with the symbol of the man, uh, they'd camp. The camp of Reuben would be uh, to the uh, south. And likewise, Ephraim, with the symbol of the ox, camps to the west. And Dan, with the eagle, camps to the... Now, how much space do they need? Well, that's proportion to their populations. Whatever that width is, okay. We know what the populations are nominally. Judah's 186,000. You know, this is all out of Numbers chapter 2. And both both, uh, Reuben and Dan are roughly 150,000. The largest is Judah with 186. The smallest is Ephraim with 108. Let's take a helicopter and take, get some altitude here and see what this thing looked like from the air. The camp of Israel, if it followed the directions that are in the Torah, would lay out like a cross, with the longest arm being the, at the arm of Judah. When Balaam is looking down from, uh, from the mountains from, to advise Balak, that's probably what he would be seeing. I think that's interesting. I think that's interesting. And the four, the four ensigns that are ride around conform to the four faces of the cherubim that are around the throne of God. The lion, the ox, the man, and the eagle. So I think that's kind of fun. <sighs> While we're through this dreary trek, through a lot of names that we can't pronounce, let alone understand, uh, but now uh, that that finishes section one of First Chronicles, chapters ten through twenty-nine, the reign of David begins, and now we're going to get into narrative, and there will be action and lessons and insights as we move on. So the next section s- section of the study will be ten through twenty-nine. But for next time, for the next session, uh, just read. Four chapters. 10, 11, 12, and 13. Four chapters for the next session. And let's stand for a closing word of prayer. Well, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. And as we go through all these names, we're reminded that every one of us is recorded in your book. And we thank you that our King could claim before your throne that of those that you've given him, he's lost none. Oh, Father, how we cherish to also be listed in your book. We thank you, Father, that you keep accounting that not only are all these here enumerated but a sparrow cannot fall to the earth without your Father knowing. We can't begin to apprehend that. And yet, Father, we're grateful that you care so much for each of us. To have brought us to this point in time, we would pray, Father, that through all of this your Spirit would minister to encourage us, to remind us of your presence, of your caring and your stewardship, maintaining what we need. We thank you, Father, you're the provider of every good gift. We thank you, Father, for this time. We pray, Father, for this study as we go forward in your book, that we might glean the lessons you have there for us. That in all these things we might more fully comprehend our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For we know that he's on every page. We do pray, Father, that you help us to grow in grace the knowledge of him, but also that you would help each of us to understand more clearly just what it is you would have of each of us as we go forward. In the days that remain as we commit ourselves without any reservation into your hands in the name of yeshua our lord and savior jesus christ amen
0: you've been listening to 6640 the ministry outreach of koinonia house and koinonia institute today's bible teacher was chuck missler teaching through the book of first chronicles for a complete listing of resources available, please visit khouse.org. You can also call us on one 800 khouse one To learn more about Koinonia Institute, visit koinoniainstitute.org. Thank you for listening to 6640 and for your continued prayerful support of this ministry. Until next time, as we continue this series, may God bless you with the knowledge of His Son, Jesus Christ, as you study His Word.